are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Live and recorded for the, from the new 2112 Studios in Rancho Cucamonga, California. And as always, we have from New York... <laughs> we have Mr. Man. Mr. Lee Gershman. Gershman. I wish I had that middle name so that I could freak out people by saying... Don't you know it's <laughs> and they go, what is that? And they go, I don't know what that is. But, but you, how, how well, are you doing? Man? I'm doing great. So you like the name of my new studio called the Twenty One Twelve Studios at Rancho Cucamonga? Uh it's it'll do. Well, Victorville sucked. I didn't want to give it a name, <laughs> but I like it here. I got my yeah, setup yeah. now. This week, I'm not sitting on the floor recording a podcast. I also got everything on a desk. It's all set up. I got all my movies and CD shelves put up. Except I have that so many. Sounds hot. Except I have so many fuck freaking movies. I freaking piled them on top of the new racks. I gotta buy another rack because I freaking collect too much, man. Oh man, that's better than having so little, like. Oh my god, I got a whole garage of nothing, you know? <laughs> and like, like, some people are like that. Hey man, want to look at my garage? You don't want to look at... Oh! <laughs> you don't want to look at my... nothing in it. My you garage... Know what I mean? <laughs> my garage has a pool table, but you know what? We can't play pool on it right now because we have so many boxes full in the garage. We can't even pull... Pull our cars in right now. It's so full that, of shit. That totally reminds me of my brother Tom. <laughs> you know, he had um, a place and he had, yeah. So he had records and he had um, guns and he had cars and stuff. And hey, man, he was a cool guy. Hey, man, that sounds cool, man, but I just freaking put together a movie rack, a CD rack, I put all the things on there today, but on top of the movie rack and the CD rack is a bunch of movies, because I don't have enough room for all the freaking movies, because I'm, I'm a movie hoarder. <laughs> would you know that with me, I have made a lot of sauces, I've made so many sauces that are in my fridge, I don't have any room for any real food. And I'm going to say, what the I fuck, Lee? Have... You freaking send people sauces and you don't even send me one? What the fuck? Would you like one? I will give you one. Yeah, Would you, you like it? I'll give you my I... new address off the air. <laughs> okay, but, 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 but I definitely will be very happy to give you a sauce if you would like it. I like because sauce. Because um, I, I may, I, I mean, I'm, I'm making sauce, and I'll, I'll make sauce for you too. Are you making some white sauce for those hot chicks in New York that you've been talking about? <laughs> uh, oh my God! Oh, I wish. <laughs> I don't know them that much, but 
What I will say is I went to the store and there was a couple of hot chicks who were like really hot and I I How hot were they? Went, <laughs> um oh screaming, <laughs> screaming hot. But anyway, like like tucked in shirts. They both had fucking like tucked in shirts and shorts and they were like Asian girls and Ooh. I was like in the store and they were walking out and one of them accidentally or I don't know how accidental it was but she bumped into me but she didn't seem upset about it she seemed like hey let me bump into you I was like ooh man they're like here's, here's my phone number give me a call sometime <laughs> ah fuck I didn't have my pen handy you need to make you need to make some cards and have them in your wallet and then when you see a hot girl here's my card give me a call if you like him if you like what you see you <laughs> make total sense you are man you you are totally smarter than me in that way but but what I will say is I went out last well it was this morning about two o'clock in the morning and the women were around everywhere and it was like whoa you know that was whoa so 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 you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. It's She's like, hot. and, and yeah, they, and yeah, they, yeah. they, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You totally get it. I totally get it, Lee. Well, today we're going to do one of my favorite albums from when I was a kid from 1984, In Excess, The Swing. But before we get into that, we have a new song from Lee Gershman. Lee Gershman, who's talking to you right now. It's called New York Women? Or Woman. Yeah. Or woman. Women. 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 The women he's been googly moogly on lately. So, <laughs> so here's the great Lee Gershman with New York Women on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Bless you. 
my sir. But New York women are the best. With their book bags and their smiles, you can't beat the rest. If she has the time I know that I'm pretty silly But I don't think that's a fault of mine Should I even ask you what your inspiration for that song was? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to, but... Uh, oh, it was just... I just like to walk around the streets of New York, and the women were exciting me, and I just thought that I would write a song which is <laughs> like... Oh, baby, baby, ooh. Please don't sing like, Britney Spears. <laughs> a, like, like, like a less creepy Neil Diamond. Or, or a more creepy Neil Diamond. I, I like Neil know. Diamond. Neil Diamond rules, but, man. But, 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 either less creepy or more creepy, I don't know. But it was just... Looking New York women, blah, 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 like that. You're like Prince Cream, get on top. Or you're like sexy motherfucker. <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> I think that. I I I I, I want to listen now to his black album, which he thought was evil. But hey, how can you say that? No, never mind. But but man, uh, what was I gonna say about Prince? Prince is freaking awesome. Freaking, you know, uh, little red Corvette. He had a pocket full of Trojans used. Who keeps a pocket full of Trojans that are used in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Trojan cars. Trojan someone... Trojan pro prophylactics. <laughs> How can someone be? Driving three cars and having the cars be in their pocket. Ah. I'm being funny with you, but yeah, yeah, 
I I didn't know that he meant Trojans back then. Yeah, he's talking Damn. about used prophylactics rubbers in his pocket. <laughs> Man, you 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 know more than me. You're you're you're. Man, I'm 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 glad I have you as a co-host because <laughs> you you are able to take the dumb out of me. We should do a Prince album. We haven't done a Prince album. We should do the Black album one day. That'd be awesome. We're talking about okay. how evil it was. All right, but before we get into that, let's get into this album because people are probably going, what the fuck? Are they going to review this album or what? So let's get into In Excess from 1983. It was recorded in September 1983, released April 1984. They came to New York City at the power station to record this. And they used Niall Rodgers and Nick Lankne as the producer. And did you know that he... I'll, I'll, when we get into the song, I'll tell you about it. But this is their fourth studio album. And this is the album that got me into NXS. When I saw the video for I Send a Message, I was hooked. I love this band. And then the next album, Listen Like Thieves. And then... Everything from then on, I was like hooked. I went back and got Shabu Shaba and Through the Colors. Fuck, this band is just amazing to me. I just, it's like great music. I still listen to it today. It's still on my iPhone. I miss Michael Hutchins with a passion. That guy is awesome. And we'll get into Michael Hutchins as we get into this review. But let's get into this album, shall we? Let's see. All right. Track. We got the first song, which was the. The big single off this album, Original Sin. What do you think about this one, Lee? This is one of my favorite In Excess songs. I remember it from MTV. It's a cool dance tune. It sounds a little bit like Roxy Music. Also, a little bit like Split Ends. I haven't heard this song in a long time, so it brings back memories for me pretty cool pretty I, cool i love this song but this isn't the song that got me into the album i heard this later i heard sent, i sent a message like i said that was the first video i saw off this album and, and that song was oh we'll get into that later but did you know that this was produced this song was produced by nile rogers at the power station and also daryl hall from hollow notes came and did background vocals and he was quoted as saying, I don't know why they used me for background vocals, because they are all really good singers, but I did it anyways. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. I love Daryl Hall. Great voice. And this song is like a stone-cold NXS classic. Bass pumping so much, rhythm, Michael's voice is so good, drumming mixed with some electronic, with real drums, man, the guitar riff. And the rhythm just kicks ass. The sax is the end. Perfect song to begin this record. Well. All right. And then we get to the next track, Melting in the Sun, which you picked as one of your tracks to pick. So here's I'm Melting in the Sun by, no, Melting in the Sun by In Excess on the Freeform Rock Podcast. I'm melting in the sun. This is what they call the light. Too much sun it makes a desert out of shade. In the middle of this country, there's a lot I wanna see. 
Melting in the Sun. So why did you want to play this song, Lee? This is a really cool song. I might like it better than Original Sin, but I still love Original Sin, so I'm not taking anything away from that song. This is the type of song I would probably play at a party, and beer would be flowing. I hear a little bit of Kiss's Great Expectations when Michael Hutchins says Great Expectations. <laughs> but in this song, it works. It reminds me a little bit of Johnny Marr's group Electric. I like it. Oh, you know who Johnny Marr is? I love Johnny Marr. Ah, I'm not as dense as you think. I know shit. So you know the Smiths? I know of them. I know Electric a little bit more, but I know of the Smiths. I'll show you a picture of a woman who shook my hand in the picture, and her favorite group was the Smiths. Well, but we'll, we'll talk. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Later. We should do the Queen is Dead one day. I love that album. Well, melting. Oh, in the <laughs> that's cool. And then. Um, Melting in the sun, man. This song starts with a killer riff and drums and Michael 
No filler here. Keyboards add to it, not overpowering. This band is a bunch of killer musicians and very underrated. Because of Michael's powerful persona, this band gets put in the shadows because he's like the Jim Morrison of NXS. You know, he take, <laughs> he, his persona takes over the band. You go, who else is playing in here? Yeah. Like David uh, Lee yeah. Roth, except if Daily Roth didn't have Eddie Van Halen, it would be like, well, Eddie's here, David's here, so Eddie doesn't get overshadowed, but the rest of the band does get overshadowed by Michael because he's Ooh. such a great singer and such a great performer that uh, they don't get their due. And this band is so freaking tight. And this is my favorite Australian band. Fuck, I love them. Right on, man. And then we get into the next track, which you, which, uh, which I picked because you didn't pick it. So here's <laughs> I Send a Message by NXS on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was I Send a Message by NXS. Uh, why didn't you pick this track, Lee? Joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I hadn't heard this song back then, but it sounds like I would have heard it. It kind of reminds me of early Joe Jackson and a little bit of Brian Ferry's solo work. I would say this sounds a little more like a deep cut. Maybe a little bit filler, but I like it. It makes me think of a girl back in high school who someone told me she liked me, and I should talk to her, and I didn't go for it because I didn't want to be embarrassed if the guy who told me was joking. She kind of dressed like Madonna in the early 80s. Damn, maybe I should look her up now. It's only been 37 years. But anyway, nice song. Well, if she's like Madonna in the early 80s, and then if she's like Madonna now, those would be terrible to look at in a bustier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Some women do age well, like my wife, man. She's hot. All right, but this is, this is why I picked this track. This is a killer track. This band is so rhythmic. And good bass, good good bass player, man. Killer is killer, man. Michael's voice has so much soul in this song. This is my favorite all time from the band down. This is my favorite band from Australia down under. Love when Michael screams, "She's a my only one." I love that, man. It's so cool. What talent? We lost so much talent when Michael died. It's a, it's just like I said earlier. It's like the Doors trying to play replace Jim Morrison. It didn't work for them. They tried so many singers with NXS, but nobody could take the place of Michael Hutchins. Like the Doors tried. They tried to get so many singers to replace Jim Morrison. It doesn't work. This this guy was just way bigger than the band. That One thing that I want to say quickly is that Jim Morrison quit the group before he moved to Paris. And so... It's not like he died before that. He actually quit the group and then moved to France. And they didn't like it, but he didn't die while in the group. He died after he said, I'm gone. Yeah, that's true, but the thing is, they tried to get other singers in the band, like Ian Asbury, and he did like a VH1 special with all these singers, but there's nobody who could replace Jim Morrison, like there's nobody who could replace Michael Hutchins in NXS. They're way in irreplaceable. It's like people said, you can't replace David Lee Roth, but they did a really good job with Sammy Hagar. I'm sorry, Van Halen, Van Halen fans. Van Hagar kept that band going if... And yeah, I yeah yeah I, I I I agree. I think the Doors did well when they had Semi Hagar. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that it's like in excess of the Doors, are like on a same trajectory. You can't yeah, replace yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. won't. They, they tried to do they they tried to do Rockstar in excess. They tried to make an album without him. They tried to have Adam. They tried to have all in these different and singers. Out the Nothing worked. In and out the semi-Hagar door. 
that's the name of the Led Zeppelin album when they're called Lead Poop Zeppelin. But you got to admit, this band and the Doors are like similar because they could not replace Michael Hudgens. They could not get. They tried to. They I, I made an album without. They made an album without him. It didn't do well. It's like you know, you know and they that. tried to go on tour right. without him. It, it, they could only tour in Australia. They couldn't bring it to America. Michael you, Hutchins you, is bigger than the band. You know that I'm being funny. Yes, and, I know and, you're but, funny but, but, looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in truth, yeah. I mean, um, I I heard rumors about how he didn't really want to die. He was just doing some weird goof shit that fucked up. But, yeah, he was doing. He was choking himself to get off, you know, and it didn't work, and he died. But, you know, that's fucked up. People need to like stop doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, but I mean, as far as his music is concerned, yeah, I I dug him. I thought I thought he was cool. I I had nothing against him. Alright, did I tell you what... Yeah, I told you what... I told you about sending a message. Well, let's get to the next track, which you picked, Dancing on the Jetty. So here's Dancing on the Jetty by NXS on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Yeah. 
That was Dancing on a Jetty. Why did you want to play that song, Lee? Wow, this is very cool. You're bringing out the dancer in me by having us do a review on this album. This kind of reminds me of one of the songs I wrote with my dog. This song makes me want to go outside and talk to one of the really pretty Asian women in my neighborhood. Some of them are friendly. This music is making me horny. You wouldn't be interested in wearing a blonde black wig and painting your eyes Chinese by any chance, would you? Jesus, uh, are you turning Japanese? Hell, I'll just paint my own eyes and kiss myself in the mirror. (laughs) Fun song. Yeah, this is a killer track, man. I said... Let's see, what did I say about it? So it starts out with a kind of Beatlesque with strings, and then kicks in with a killer rhythm guitar, drums, bass, is pumping man. Love this song, and the lyrics, watch the world argue, argue with itself. Who's going to teach me peace and happiness? That's freaking deep lyrics, man. Michael, this is a reason, another reason why the doors, uh. the doors and, and in excess remind me of each other, because Michael Hutchins wrote killer lyrics, and when they, he left, they, even though they wrote a lot of songs together, all the best songs on here were Andrew Ferris and Michael Hutchins. All the tracks, you know, is yeah. freaking. Yeah. He was a killer lyricist, and nobody gives Michael Hutchins that credit. Bono loved yeah. Michael Hutchins. Bono appeared on his solo album that was released after his death, which is really cool. So, yeah. So, so I, I guess you don't want to wear a wig and and do Chinese eyes and. Well, never mind. No, homie, don't play butt darts, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'm married. Don't be hitting on me on the podcast. <laughs> All right. I'll do it afterwards. <laughs> no, it's okay. All right. Let's get to the title track called The Swing. What did you think about this one? This is kind of like dance metal with an industrial edge. Pretty damn cool. Public Image Limited did this type of stuff, too. But this song doesn't sound like them. It sounds original. Pretty damn hot. It also reminds me of the Rolling Stones. The drumming in some parts reminds me of Neil Peart. This is a really good song. I agree with you, man. This is like a title track killer drum intro and then some distorted guitar and then michael comes in with a guitar doing a little rhythm riff under it it's like so ear candy the beat is so infectious and then i'm going to take still this line for me a real toe tapper i love this song right on yeah you love to say a real toe tapper i'm i'm wondering why you haven't said it yet because you want to dance and get horny <laughs> well, yeah, well, 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 I like you to say toe tapper. I just say Alright, well, let's get to track number six Johnson's Aeroplane. What do you think of this one? I guess they didn't want to name the song. Jefferson's airplane, <laughs> so they decided to name it after Johnson. 
this doesn't really thrill me as much as the other songs. It's a little bit odd for me. It sounds a little bit like Kate Bush, but they didn't do it quite right. I do respect them for doing something a little different, but I wish I liked it better. I don't hate it. It's just one of the weaker tracks here. But I do like the saxophone solo. Yeah, I think it's uh, killer strings to start the song. A real killer deep track on this album. It's cool, man. It's not one of my favorites on here, but it's still pretty cool. It's it's like it gives you a break from what was going on in the first five tracks. You know, kind of slows yeah. it down. I like it. And then we get into the next track, which was written by the whole band, like the swing. Love is, parentheses, what I say on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was love, is what I say. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Oh, this is weirdly like a Rolling Stones song, gone totally new wave and dance-like, and I mean it in a good way. I like this song a lot. It has a weird melodic thing to it, but it's done well. It's a good and quirky song and not the kind of thing that would be played on the radio, but... It's hip and well done. Good job. Yeah, this I I another killer deep track. Love the keyboards on this one. It's like mellow but not mellow. It's a great song, man. I freaking love it. And then we get to track eight, face the change. What do you think of this one? Um, this reminds me of the song Suicide Blonde a little bit. It also reminds me, uh, yeah, a little bit of Roxy Music's song, Love is the Drug. I dig it. I remember dancing like David Lee Roth in the mirror, and my dog would hump my leg. Good oh, times. Shit. Good. Oh, man. Cool song. Did you say it must put the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again? No, I'm joking. Oh, my God. I, I hate that shit. I hate when people say that. Shut up. Don't fucking say that. It puts the lotion in the basket or it gets no. the hose again. Shut up. We're talking about it's what I say. humping the leg. Okay? <laughs> did, Never did, fucking did, mind. Did okay? you get horny when a dog humped your leg, though? I was acting like David Lee Roth in Jump. And <laughs> my dog was acting like my dog in Hump. <laughs> Alright, well, let's get to the next song, Face the Change. What do you think of this one? Oh, um... This reminds Face the Change. I, I got the same same thing said. I said this reminds me of the song Suicide Blood a little bit. And it also reminds me a little bit of Roxy Music song Love is the Drug. I think it I uh, remember dancing like David Lee Roth in the mirror and my dog would hump, hump my leg, leg, leg. Well, I got a little Fine. bit more to say about Good this song, song. Since, since you're copying love is what I say. What I think about Face the Change is love the funky beats. I know I said it throughout this review, another deep track. That if you only listen to the singles, these songs you wouldn't know. This is a band that makes complete albums. Not a bad song so far. This song rules. But I got another song I'm going to play on here. Because I forgot this is my favorite song. So here is Burn For You by In Excess on the Free Form Rock Podcast.
by NXS. What did you think of that track, Lee? This is, reminds me of the song Sewer Side Blonde. Oh, I, uh, this is kind of like the group Tangerine Dream, but not as interesting. I do appreciate their wanting to add an electronic element to the music, but I really don't like this song. They could have left it off the album as far as I'm concerned. Oh, At best, it could have been a Belinda Carlisle solo song. Holy moly, that man. But I don't have more to say about than that, but it gets better as I listen to it, and I actually do like it. So that's very strange. Okay, it's a cool song, but it took a minute for me to get into it. Alright, this is my favorite song off the record. More pumping bass and cool keyboards. Love how they use the keyboards as a tool and don't let it overpower the songs. Love the lyrics. Like it says, tilt my hat at the sun and the shadows they burn. Dark light me and I'll, and I'll burn for you and the, and the love song never stops. I like to look in your eyes when you talk a certain way. I love the day in the life when you know what love that lover's way. 
Freaking great lyrics, man. Michael Hutchins just freaking kicked ass on this song. Freaking just love the lyrics. They sang to me. I freaking love me. Light is he, he goes, tilt my hat at the sun and the shadows they burn. Dark light me and I'll burn for you and the love song never stops. I just love the way the drums sound on this song. I love the keyboard. Go, do, 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 do. It's like not overpowering. It's not taking over the whole song. It adds to the ambience of the song. This song just rules. And then we get to the last track on the album, All the Voices. What did you think of this one? This is interesting. It reminds me of my songs. So you know it's good. It has kind of a Rolling Stones fingerprint file element to it and a little bit of the Flock of Seagulls song, Man Made, and the Talking Heads song, Drugs. But it does get repetitive, and I like it less as it goes on. So the first part of the song, I really liked, and the second part, not so much. Well, this is the last song on the album. It's not my favorite. Kind of wish they ended the album with Burn For You, but I still like it, not as much as the other nine songs. Uh, this is a good song, and this is a pretty strong album for them, and they got better as they went into Listen Like Thieves and and kick and freaking they, they ended really good with Michael Mike they did freaking uh, they just kicked ass man and this band consisted of Gary Gary Beers on bass Andrew Ferris keyboards and guitar John Ferris drums and percussion Tim Ferris guitar Michael Hutchins vocals Kirk Pingilly guitar saxophone vocals and photography and also we already told you uh, and it's produced by Nick Longney and Niall Rogers. This is a freaking great album. On the Australian charts, it charted number one. Canada, 27. Netherlands, 37. Billboard top 252, but this is before they started blowing up. Listen Like These is when they started blowing up. And then Kick, they just went into overdrive. Fuck this with Never Tear Us Apart and freaking I Need You Tonight. This band just progressively got better. I freaking just love this band, and, and they, they were quoted saying this album didn't really hit well in America, but um, it, it, tar it started going good, and it started kicking ass, and uh, also this album was uh, returned to the top 50 in the ARIA albums charts with the local airing of the miniseries In Excess Never Tear Us Apart in Australian Network. It's pretty good, pretty, it's better than the Jeff Leppard biography on VH1, <laughs> so it's pretty cool, man. I like it a hell of a lot better than Def Leppard Pyromania. <laughs> I wasn't even talking. I'm talking about the like the freaking VH1 I, movie on Def Leppard. <laughs> I, I but but I, I'm I'm just telling you, if I had to listen to this album or Def Leppard's Pyromania, I would listen to this first. I'm sorry, I like this album a lot more. Uh, I like Pyromania more, but. I love In Excess. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Ugh. Lee Mad Lee Smash. I, I, but, 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 1% better. So we're both fucked up. All right. So, but let's get into our tracks of the week. And you picked a really great song. Now I want to do a freaking Foreigner episode. But freaking, you picked my favorite song off their first album. Well, my second favorite song off the first album. Cause I, I did that because this was around the same time 
It might not have been around the same time, but it was the same time. Dude, it was seven years later. Ah, whatever. But but it it was it was. I, in my warped mind, it's the same time. My favorite song off the album that you picked from is this is my second favorite song from that album is uh, uh, War War with the World. But this is my second favorite song. It's like two minutes. Oh fuck! I love War with the World. Why didn't I fucking pick that? Fuck! It's a fucking great song, War with the World. I'm at war with the world. That's the way Maybe it must be. Pick it instead, anyway, we'll pick my song. Fuck yeah, that. so you picked their what their second best song off that album, "Long Long Wait, Long Long Way from Home." It was a Monday, sad sad yeah, Monday. She's waiting for me, but I'm a long cool. long way you, from home. You actually know more about some music than I do, and I'm kind of boggled. I love this song, but I like War of the World better, like you do. But then I went, right I went in excess on my track of the week because they put the song under greatest hits album, and we'll never Is review. Is this a song called The One Thing? No, because we'll never. Ah, damn it! I love that song. Yeah, it's anyway, a good song go too. On. But this is this extra song they put on a greatest hits album that we're not we will never review a greatest hits album. So I want to play this. <laughs> I'll play this song. It's called "The Strangest Party." These are the times by NXS. So here is Foreigner, "Long Long Way from Home," and NXS, "Welcome uh, Strangest Party." These are the times on the Freeform Rock pa- Podcast. Until next week, say goodbye, Lee. Yeah, All right, man. Take it sleazy, not too easy. And remember to check out our friends on the Combat Rock and Metal on the Rock and Metal Combat Rock Podcast. Oh, and the, the Rock and Metal. Oh my God, I got crabs on my um crotch podcast. And the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Men and the Decibel Geek with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Until next week, we're out.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.